Hello and welcome to Cruise Compete's Cruise Podcast, where we share tips, ideas, and inspiration to help make your next cruise a fantastic experience. I'm your host, Bob Levenstein. Today, we'll be talking about a journey through the British Isles on the Celebrity Reflection. My guest today is Mr. Tim Joseph, owner and senior agent at Revitalized Travel. Tim is a veteran of more than 20 cruises and has been recognized for the past three years in a row as a top seller of Celebrity Cruises. He has also been a member agent of Cruise Compete for more than 10 years. We'll be right back with Tim right after this. You're smart. You shop around before making important purchases, and cruise vacations are no exception. But rather than wasting time going from website to website, re-entering all of your criteria in different forms in the hopes of finding a good deal, Cruise Compete brings the best deals to you. Our site features an array of tools and information that make it easy for you to find the right cruise for you and your family. Then, select a few choices just once to create a quote request, and multiple independent travel agents respond with custom deals, all of them competing to have the best cruise offer specifically created for you. You can compare all these offers in one convenient place, three, five, seven different agencies, and also see consumer ratings and reviews of the agencies making the offers. As only the best agents survive in this competitive environment, you'll have some great options to choose from. You then remain anonymous unless or until you decide to contact an agent by phone or by email to ask questions or to book your cruise. Find out why more than a million cruisers are members of our free unique service and start saving both time and money on your cruise vacation via Cruise Compete today. travel and an expert on celebrity cruises. He and his wife Ginger recently sailed to the British Isles on board the Celebrity Reflection. Tim, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me, Bob. Congrats on your sales awards from Celebrity. That's a great achievement. It is indeed a a great honor. Um, I, I absolutely love working with Celebrity Cruises. But it's not just about the business for you. Celebrity really is your overall favorite line. What makes this line a perfect fit for you and Ginger? You know, just uh, everything from what I call the culture of the the cruise itself, um, they're just a perfect fit. What I always tell clients is that finding the right cruise line is like finding the right spouse. It, it just has to be the right fit. So everything in terms of the people who work on board the crew, um, the level of service that they provide, you, you can always tell um, that they're happy to be there and be of service for you. And uh, the itineraries, the excursions, everything is just the right fit for us. We love um, the luxury feel of the ships without being overbearing. Yeah, I think uh, that's something a lot of people don't really understand about cruising, that um, different lines have, have different things they do. They do better than others. Um, and really, it depends on what your preference profile is. If the nightlife is the most important thing to you, if you're a real foodie, 
if um, you know the, the itineraries and destinations are most important to you, um, if you don't want to be on a ship with a lot of kids, if you want to be on a ship with a lot of kids, and a lot of the value in uh, in having an experienced expert travel agent is about somebody who can understand what your needs are and then matching you with an experience that you're really going to enjoy. That's exactly right. Uh, we're, we are, in a way, matchmakers. We try to find the um, the right options based on certain questions that we can answer, um, especially if you are a new cruiser. Um, there are certain cruise lines that most new cruisers start, start out with, mostly um, due to the price that they see. Um, but as you get more and more experienced, um, you will certain, certainly um, start to notice the differences in the cruise lines and what they offer. Uh, but that's something that an experienced travel advisor um, can help you figure out um, if you are new to cruising before you even step on your first cruise ship. Nice. Um, so I understand you're a bit of a history buff and interested in Emily's uh, genealogy. How did that play into your choice of this particular cruise? Well, this has been a, a, a little bit of a lifelong dream for my wife and I. Both of us have um, family lineage going back to Ireland and, uh, and England as, as well to a certain extent, but more so Ireland. Um, so we both um, were really excited about this itinerary. We had um, three ports of call in Ireland, uh, Dublin Cove, uh, which is for Cork, as well as um, Belfast and Northern Ireland. So we were excited to uh, to go over and you know learn a little bit about the history of Ireland. Um, and I came home uh, understanding actually a little bit more about my family. Uh, my family name is uh, McAvoy, which um, I was able to learn was uh, an ancient Celtic um, lineage, which is very very interesting to me. And, of course, uh, one of the other sites that has been on our bucket list for a long time was um, Giant's Causeway outside of Belfast, which, uh, Bob, I know that you said that you've really wanted to see. And I've, I've got to tell you, it is something that you do not want to miss. It's, it's a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Uh, what, what was it about it that, uh, that made it so, uh, so overwhelming to see in person? You know, just um, getting there, uh, once you get there, you there's this trail that you walk along, and you can oversee all of the cliffs and the the causeway itself, which is um, looks like these uh, fitted stones that are kind of put together as a puzzle piece. Um, you start to see that, and as you get down towards the uh, the stones itself, it becomes a little bit clearer how amazing it just it, it really is. Um, you walk out onto the stones, and behind you are these big, lush, green cliffs. And while you're there, um, you know, you start to think about this is something that was carved out by nature. It's not something that any human had any kind of hand in. It, it was just placed there by nature. I love experiences that, you know, take us out of our everyday lives and, uh, um, you know, allow us to refocus on things like that. That's uh, very cool. Did you take any good pictures? We've got some amazing pictures, including, uh, you know, I don't do selfies too often, but mm -hmm. I, I had to do this one, you know, standing on the rocks with the with those lush green cliffs in the background. Think about uh, think about doing a, a print on metal 
uh, to hang up in your house. I've done a bunch of those. Um, my particular strategy is I go on Groupon and I see who's got a deal because if you just go straight to the, the site that prints, uh, it's five times as expensive. But if you go on Groupon, <laughs> you can get relatively cheap prices. Uh, you just pay the shipping then when you go to the website, and then you can get these fantastic pieces of art that will, every time you look at it, it takes you back there just a little bit. So I would highly recommend that as a uh, uh, if you've got some good shots. Very cool. If you come across one, uh, one of those Groupon deals, shoot them. Oh, just go on Groupon and search. You'll find them. They, uh, they, they have them every day, of, every day of the week. And if Excellent. you really like the light, and I suspect that's going to be an element of this, print it on metal instead of canvas. If it's just more of a, if it's a softer scene, go on canvas. Uh, but I've done a lot of experimenting with that, and it's been uh, it's been very cool. But uh, let's uh, let's talk about your cruise on the reflection. Uh, how was your experience in uh, in getting to Amsterdam and boarding the ship? Uh, it was really easy. You know, we've been to Amsterdam before, so we we have figured it out a little bit. Um, but you know, one of the uh, the great things about living where I live uh, in New York is that we have JFK right here, which we can get almost anywhere uh, in the world relatively easy. So um, flights are never a big problem for us. So we had nonstop right into Amsterdam. Um, we arrived mid-morning, which um, if you can work that out at all, uh, you know, going over to Europe works out perfectly. Uh, your room is almost always ready by the time that you get there. And, of course, uh, flying to Europe overnight, you're going to want to take a quick nap before doing anything. Um, so we, we flew into Amsterdam. We got there mid-morning. I had a car service ready, um, picked us right up, and took us right to to our hotel. Hotel was great. Um, it was uh, located right next to to the port, literally within walking distance. Um, so the next day, uh, we just walked out of the hotel, and about a half a block later, we were at the port. Um, if you're going guys to with wheels are one of the greatest inventions of this century, of the last century, aren't they? <laughs> uh, my God, it, it's unbelievable, right? Now all we need is one that will just follow us without having to pull them, right? They have them. They actually have them. But uh, I think the uh, what you the problem is they have batteries that the airlines don't like, and uh, I think you've got pretty heavy motors and things. Yeah. You know, what we need actually is one of the uh, suitcases to be made on hovercrafts. Oh, there you go. That'd be even better. <laughs> send them ahead. Send the address and send them ahead. Exactly, exactly. Uh, but if anybody's looking for a great hotel, very convenient to the port in Amsterdam, it's called the Move and Pick Hotel, M-O-V-E-N-P-I-C. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's the easiest hotel if you're um, cruising out of the port of Amsterdam. Well, that's good to know. So tell me about the reflection herself. Amazing ship. Um after sailing on her, uh, definitely my my favorite, um, definitely in, in the celebrity fleet, my favorite, and even overall. Um, and I absolutely love the Royal Caribbean ships. Uh, they're amazing. But this one just blew me away. Um, we did um, almost nothing but uh, specialty dinners on board because there's so many great options that we didn't want to miss any of them. And we actually repeated a couple uh, because we had 12 nights. Uh, we were able to repeat a couple of our favorites. So um, throughout the ship, it's amazingly clean. You always see people cleaning, more so than I've ever seen on any cruise ship. Um, my wife, who is a clean freak, um, 
absolutely was amazed by how clean it was, said that she, she never, you know, had a problem touching anything, which sometimes she does. Uh, so uh, we were just amazed by that. Uh, the artwork on board, uh, one thing that we discovered the first couple of days that was really cool is that the name Celebrity Reflection is not just the name of the ship. It's what they do on board. So a lot of the artwork is reflective in nature. Oh, cool. uh, so it's kind of cool. It, you make it almost like a game to walk around the ship and try to find pieces of art that have some kind of reflection in them. Uh-huh. Uh, so uh, that part was really cool. Uh, the... The dining options in general, even if you're not going to do the specialty dinners, uh, were really good. Buffet um, had high-quality food uh, for lunch and, and breakfast especially. Tons of options. Um, the the main dining hall we did for lunch one day um, was really also great service, uh, phenomenal as well there. Um, and really, there, there's just not a bad thing I can say about about the ship. It's a big ship for a celebrity's fleet, um, and it holds more passengers than just about any ship other than the Edge class now. Um, but you do not feel like there's a lot of people on board. Nice. So you're um, you're a, a, uh, a bit of a, a bit of a chef yourself, and uh, I would assume also a bit of a foodie. What um, what are your go-to dishes that you like to make? And um, in light of that, did you have a favorite restaurant? So um, my my favorite dishes to make tend to be uh, Italian in, in nature. So you know the the pasta dishes uh, with you know fresh vegetables, um, in Parmesan of course is a staple. Meatballs, um, anything Italian that I can get my hands on. I, I just love the way um, that Italian cuisine is prepared with the uh, a lot of the. Um, local mindset so to speak so you, you use what is local to you what's natural in your um in your area so to speak nice. uh what they call slow cooking um so uh I, that's what i love to cook um as far as the food on board coming from that standpoint it was absolutely amazing uh, one of our favorite places to eat on board uh is called the lawn club um uh, so if you imagine um the reflection, as well as a few other ships in the fleet, have an actual living lawn on top of the, the ship where they That's have the alcove. think about what they have to do to, to set that up and maintain it and make sure it grows. And uh, just the idea of saying, hey, we have a ship, let's put some grass on it is, is, uh, is kind of wild to me. That's Absolutely. And, and the, what I found most amazing about that part is that we're in northern Europe where there's not a lot of sunlight. And, and the grass was still as green as when you watch a baseball game. Wow. So that part was incredible. Uh, if it were warmer weather, they have the nice alcoves out there, and I would definitely have rented one if I was in the Caribbean. Uh, but uh, being in Northern Europe, the, the weather is not exactly conducive to that. But out of the Long Club, they have the Long Club Grill. It's a nice enclosed restaurant that overlooks the Long Club. Um they have the, the heaters uh, in there, so it's not cold. They give you um, really nice um, blankets to, to oh. put over you if you get cold. Uh, but it's it's a real grill experience, which uh, which is very nice. Uh, and tons to choose from. Skewers, uh, they, they make flatbreads. They have a really nice um, salad bar. 
Uh, one of my absolute favorite things and, and one of my favorite cuisines to eat, I, I haven't been able to master it at all, is Indian cuisine. Uh, and what they serve at the uh, Lawn Club, one of my favorite things to eat on the ship, is called tandoori chicken. Mm-hmm. Now, is uh, the Lawn Club a specialty restaurant? Is it, uh, does it have a charge or is it just included? It is a specialty restaurant. And what do you um, eat there? Uh, I want to say it was about 50 or 55 per person. I don't know exactly because we, because we were eating so many times at specialty restaurants, we actually bought a package ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, it, we bought a package of nine. So the average per meal worked out to about $35 per person. Oh, that's not a bad deal. What else did you buy before you got on the ship? Uh, shore excursions, of course, because, um, you know, certain things like, uh, Giants Causeway, we were afraid would sell out. Um, was there a so reason why you we, went through the ship instead of going through a third party vendor? Yeah, and, you know, I have two third party vendors that I really like to work with, Shore Trips and Shore Excursions Group. Um, I just, uh, the, the options that they had in this area were all private tours, so a lot more costly. Got it. Got it. Yeah, I usually have very, very good luck, uh, Shore Excursions Group is a partner of ours at Cruise Compete, and uh, we've done. Uh, I've been on a bunch of their tours. Uh, I've had just very, very good experiences. But it's nice to have a variety of different options to choose from and and, uh, and pick what you want. Did you did you buy the Wi-Fi package in, in advance as well? Of course, yeah. It's a it's a business expense, so yeah. I find um, that I find uh, that one is a very good. It tends to be a very good deal uh, to get before you get on board. Um, just to be able to stay in touch if needed. Um, Absolutely. Also, I don't know. Does the celebrity have a have a uh, one thing that I like about Carnival is they have a water package where very cheaply for like five bucks they'll put twelve bottles of water in your cabin. Which uh, they do have a water package, um, and we were we were tossing it back and forth whether we wanted to do the water package or if we wanted to do um, a regular package. So what we decided is actually to do um, a non-alcoholic beverage package. Oh, huh. The, re- the reason is, uh, well, there, there were several reasons, but what it came down to for us is we get unlimited bottled water. We drink a lot of water. Oh, there you go. Um, and with the package that we bought, we got the pre- what they call the premium uh, package. Um, they, they include Avion, which is one of our favorite um, bottled waters to drink. Uh, on top of that, you get unlimited um, specialty coffees. Um, you know, we drink a lot of uh, lattes and things of that nature, so that worked out nicely for us. Um, and you do get, you know, um, juices included and um, so, some other drinks that, that we like to have every once in a while. Um, we're not big alcohol drinkers, but uh, for my wife, you know, we, we purchased a couple of bottles of wine for her, and that um, did well for her throughout the cruise, and for myself, a couple bottles of beer. Um, but that—that's really um, all the drinking. I think that customization aspect really comes back to, you know, the, what we were talking about earlier in terms of fitting the cruise to, you know, your own personal needs and style, and and you know what's important to you. Um, I've looked over the the drink packages, and yeah. uh, you know, as far as the alcoholic beverages like you you know i'd like to have a glass of wine or a beer or whatever 
but there's no way I can drink I can drink so much on seven in seven on a seven day cruise to make it pay for itself. You know, um, finding Absolutely. finding what fits for you and what makes sense for you uh, is really an important part of this. And again, a good reason why you want to have an agent uh, who's familiar and can maybe help talk you through some of these things and without you having to figure it all out on your own. But moving on to, uh, to entertainment, what was your uh, your favorite entertainment on board? My favorite entertainment on board, uh, Celebrity has uh, their own in-house production, uh, so meaning uh, other cruise lines will take uh, Broadway-style shows and just put them uh, in their theater. So Celebrity does their own original um, Broadway-style shows. And my my absolute favorite one, uh, and I I don't remember the name of it, but they they do um, an aerial show. Oh wow! So uh, it's completely acrobatic, and um, their performers um, are just amazing at, at doing this. You can tell obviously that they practice a lot. Um, it, it really shines through in, in what they do. And um, what's really nice is that a lot of the performers on board um, throughout the cruise will give um, uh, classes on oh, wow. That'd be cool. what they do. I so would fail very see. hard, but I'd still like to try it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't even uh, attempt. To, you know, thankfully, you know, the, the moves that, that, that I saw and, and that I was able to do were very, very basic. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you can see how much they actually work on it. And when you get up close and personal with, with the performers, you can see just how passionate they are about what they do. And that part is really nice to see. Yeah, I mean, even just getting a little bit of experience with it, you get with anything really, I mean, you get a much better appreciation for how hard they have to work and what they go through and how fit they are and how, how really strong they are. So that's, and flexible. Uh, Oh yes, yeah. That's 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 a part where I definitely. <laughs> so, was there a favorite uh, music venue that you liked on the ship? Favorite um, place to hang out? Yeah, you know, um, my favorite place to hang out was uh, what they call the Centrum. Um, mm-hmm. It's uh, it's a big open area. You know, it's where the the main elevators are. Uh, but uh, from time to time uh, throughout the cruise, they'll have um, you know live performances there. Uh, musical performances. Um, they'll have certain talks there. They'll have um, contests there. For instance, they had a putting contest. Um, <laughs> they had a uh, archery contest. So th- that's really the place to to, uh, to hang out on board a ship when there's nothing else to do. And no casualties in the archery, con- in the archery contest? Uh, well, they 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 didn't use real arrows. Ah, okay. There we go. Uh, I don't know how it's read. They they use these arrows with these this big plastic flat piece on the front. Huh. Um, yeah, I, I've never seen that before, uh, but it was, it was very interesting. Cool. Um, so no, thankfully no injuries. Um, what I what I really love about the the centrum area is that's where the cafe is located. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, you grab a, grab a cup of coffee uh, and a pastry, and you can just hang out there, watch live music, watch the uh, the contest or, or get involved in the contest. Um, there's also a few bars right around the centrum if you prefer to have a drink and, and sit and watch. Yeah, you're making me uh, you're making me really want to go on another cruise right now. 
Um, <laughs> my favorite, yeah, my favorite parts of cruising, uh, it's the live music for me, especially, and just meeting people and kind of drawing them in, getting people to get up and dance, that kind of stuff. Definitely. Is, uh, is all um, uh, a big part of it for me. Um, so, are you a big Beatles fan? I am. I am. Uh, you know, and it goes back. Uh, I'm a little bit younger than, than that generation, so it really goes back to my mother, who is a, a big Beatles fan. And then, as I started to to get into the music when I was in high school, um, it was seeing how um, my favorite modern bands um, were really influenced by the Beatles and um, some of the other um, bands from from that era. And when, when I got to college, um, you know, through electives, there was this uh, really interesting class um, that I had the opportunity to take that was a uh, street uh, of rock and roll. And, of course, a big part of that history was the Beatles. So we spent a lot of time on the Beatles. And just learning about um, the Beatles um, through that made me um, get more interested in their music. So tell me, so, um, so I assume that's why you opted for the Beatles tour in Liverpool. It is, absolutely. Um, Liverpool, a beautiful city on its own, um, but uh, having the opportunity to, to learn more about the Beatles and, and their music was um, just uh, an absolute uh, wonderful experience. Um, walking Did you get a picture footsteps. of yourself in that crosswalk? Uh, we didn't actually go uh, to, to, to Abbey Road. Huh? Um, what we... What, what the main focus of the tour was uh, is the, the Cavern Club, which is the club where um, the Beatles played most of their their uh, early gigs in Liverpool. Mm-hmm. So getting to visit uh, the Cavern Club and just walk around and see all the memorabilia, um, it, it's almost, uh, you know, brings a tingle to your spine. Oh, that's neat. So you also uh, experienced some uh, some uh, more uh, more ancient, less modern history at uh, at Blarney Castle in Cork. I understand. Yes. So uh, Blarney Castle in Cork, really interesting, um, beautiful old castle. Um, as you drive up, you can see um, the, the castle kind of in the distance with all of these beautiful um, gardens all around it. Um, we didn't do the typical thing, although we, we did have the option to, to go up and kiss the Blarney Stone, um, my wife having done it already, and um, myself, you know, I'm not big on very long lines. So I think you have the gift of gab anyway, so <laughs> okay yeah. that one. Yeah, we, that, that too, you know, being in... in uh, in this uh in this job for as long as I have, you kind of develop that anyhow. So I don't want to chew people's ears off any more than I have to. So we we opted to to walk around the gardens um and they have a lot of really nice um trails, like hiking trails that you can go through and see different types of uh fauna and flora. Uh so just absolutely beautiful um little waterfalls throughout the, the property. Um, and then, of course, not to be no, uh, missed is the, the wooden uh, woolen mills shop, um, which is a great place to get some authentic Irish gifts, um, especially if you're in the market for um, wool clothes. Uh, 
just a, amazing varieties there. You're all, all you're Chris, you checked off your whole Christmas list then, I take it. We, we did Christmas, we did birthdays, um, <laughs> Mother's Days, yeah. Nice. That's, uh, that'd be a great, that's a great gift, because I mean, that's the kind of quality that will last somebody for years and years. Especially Absolutely. in the New York winters. Absolutely. And to say that this, hey, this came from Ireland, you know. Yeah, seriously. Seriously. All right. Well, next up is our cruise tip of the week. And uh, after that, we'll be back with Tim to hear his overall thoughts and advice right after this. Hi, Bob Levenstein here with the Cruise Compete Travel Tip. Today, we'll be talking about the Ranger Roll. Now, a Ranger Roll may sound like something you might order at a New York sushi restaurant, but it's actually a military packing technique that's easy to learn, quick to employ, and allows you to pack more clothing with fewer wrinkles than any technique I've ever seen. Though it can be used for almost any garment, I find the Ranger Roll to be most useful for shirts. Here's what you do. Lay a shirt flat on the table with the collar away from you and the front facing down. At the bottom, fold about three inches of fabric up and out all around the shirt. If this is hard to visualize, imagine that if you were wearing the shirt, you'd have a pocket all the way around the bottom. So turn the shirt around on the table so the collar is towards you and that pocket that you've just created faces away. Now fold each side of the shirt in so it's about the width of the collar, tucking in the sleeves. Starting at the collar, roll the shirt up. Now take your time here, make sure you keep the roll tight and that both sides stay even. When you get to the pocket you created with the fold at the bottom, just pull that extra fabric back over the roll and it will hold your Ranger roll in place. It may take you a few tries to get this right. If you need extra help, there are lots of YouTube videos demonstrating the technique, but you should be able to master it in as little as five to 10 minutes. And once you do, I guarantee you will never pack any other way. fantastic cruise experience uh, for you and for Ginger. Any uh, overall thoughts or general advice for others about uh, this cruise and itinerary? Be prepared for weather. Um, weather in this part of the world can be very unpredictable. Um, the week before we uh, were over there, they were experiencing a heat wave. So uh, we we thought that maybe that would carry over to our cruise, but luckily we kept checking the weather and found that it was going to be a little bit cooler. So we've, we were prepared for cooler weather. We also brought a few things um, for for warmer weather just in case we did hit another um, warmer spell. Uh, so that's one thing. Definitely be prepared for that. Uh, currency is always an issue as well. Um, the the thing that I always recommend um, traveling anywhere where there's a, a different currency is to check into credit cards that will allow you foreign transactions at no additional fees. That's the best way to go. And, of course, a little bit of cash on hand um, so you don't get stuck in case you want to, to purchase something that does not uh, accept credit cards. Very good advice. 
Okay, well, hey, thank you so much for spending time with us today. Uh, I really appreciate it, and I'm sure our, uh, our listeners will definitely uh, appreciate all the sound advice and having a chance to share your experience. So uh, for Kim, uh, I'm Bob Levenstein for Cruise Compete. Uh, thanks, and have a fantastic day.